So I did something recently that apparently completely disrupted space and time. In a recent episode, I disclosed the fact that I was drinking a non-alcoholic beer. And I immediately heard from several people about that. Like, oh my God, what is this? Oh my God. So this is the Dad Decisions Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Potter. And today we're going to talk a little bit about maybe drinking a little less. Let's make some dad decisions together. It's funny because the way this is working right now, and maybe you've seen a rest of I don't know if I'm going to put this one out first or next or last or whatever, but <laughs> maybe I just changed shirts and I did my other episode five minutes ago. Maybe two weeks has passed and this episode is being recorded in a completely different time. I, I don't know. I'm toying with the universe here, which I certainly didn't intend to do um, in my last episode, but I shared, or was it my last episode? A more recent episode, I'm getting them all mixed up. One that I was still doing in my closet, that I was drinking a non-alcoholic beer. Um, and so for this episode, I want to share a little bit. This might be a really short episode. I recently talked about um, keeping these episodes short, wanting to give you enough time to just listen on your lunch break, listen when you get enough time to just be alone, or maybe you want to listen to it in the car on your way to work. I, you know, I don't want it to be a crazy long episode. So this one might be really short. This is going to be one of those where we make a dead decision together. I'm going to share with you my journey to where I am today mentally. And I certainly trust this information with you. I mean, it's not like a super secret, but it's something that I certainly don't share with everyone but I will. That's okay. It's not, it's not like I'm, I'm afraid to talk about it. I just don't normally tell everybody, but it's okay. I'm going to tell you about it before I do. I have to do my housekeeping, right? 318-373-4488. That's my number. Call me, text me. We've got the WhatsApp business. I've got TikTok. I've got Instagram. I have a YouTube channel now where I'm posting these videos. Uh, Dad decisions go to YouTube search dad decisions. You'll see my icon. You can watch these videos. Um, this one might be a fairly short episode just to be dead honest with you. I'm going to start talking and if it ends up being long, I'll keep my eyes on the clock here and make certain that I'm not, um, going too long because I don't want to get into a vibe and just keep going. But I'll share with you where I got to the point that I was the other day when you saw the non-alcoholic beer. I have always enjoyed, um, almost like a game finding beer that, that people have never had or that I've never had, or I've never heard of, or I've never seen. And I've tried them all stouts, IPAs, you know, lagers, sours, uh, what, whatever to the point where I have an app that I use and I'm not going to name that app because they don't sponsor this podcast, but maybe, maybe they should. They probably won't when they find out that I'm drinking non-alcoholic beer often. Just to keep track of the beers that I've drank. Because it would get to the point where I would go to the grocery store. I'd be like, oh, this one looks cool. And I would pull up the app and it would say, no, you had this one a couple of months ago. And I'm like, ah, okay. Don't want that one. And I would find something else. I was always on the search for like a newer type of beer. or Something that I've never tried. 
and it became kind of like a fun game, something that um, I felt was okay, wasn't a big deal. And I kind of justified in my head that I'm not the guy that goes, you know, every day and buys a six pack or a 12 pack and just gets blackout drunk. And, um, you know, it's like, you know what I mean? Like I, I looked at that and went, no, that guy over there who's doing that, that's a problem. He's getting hammered every day. He's getting hammered every weekend. But what I'm doing is fine. I'm just kind of having fun, you know, buying six, eight, ten beers a week that I think are interesting. Some of them I would take two sips of and pour down the sink. And I just kind of justified it in my own head that that was perfectly normal and perfectly fine. Like I didn't need to worry about it. I wasn't some sort of alcoholic. I wasn't like struggling with anything. It was kind of fun. It was kind of a game. And this went on for years. I think I joined this app in 2017 when I started tracking the different beers that I've had. It was fun. You'd go to a new restaurant. Maybe you travel out of state and you'd go somewhere and you're like, what do you guys have that's local? And it was like something you can't get in Texas. And so I would, of course, drink that and take note of it in my app. And then, um, you know what I mean? So it was fun. It was interesting to look at. And it was a community. You can connect with people. And so it was almost, almost like a social network of beer drinkers. Um, so 2017, uh, I had little kids. I didn't even have both kids. And, um, I guess it was less obvious to the kiddos and my family was in a different place and things like that. So this continued for years and years and years. And then pandemic and, um, during the pandemic, and I think I've shared this with you guys before as well. You know, we were buying a house, we were selling a house, we were moving from Dallas to Houston. Um, you know, health, I work in healthcare. Healthcare was a very unstable. Um, everybody had to stop treating what we were like elective things. We weren't sure if we were going to have jobs. Um, and I kind of became a mess. And I struggled greatly with my just mental capacity to be productive. Um, I couldn't enjoy regular day-to-day things, spending time with my family, um, spending time with the kids. I was constantly looking at, you know, um, information about housing markets and loans and, um, the, the coronavirus and layoffs and the pre- remember the president was coming on every day of the week, giving us updates. And I was so anxious. I just picked my family up from Dallas and moved them here. We were living with my mom. I just started a job like two months beforehand. We hadn't even had a place to live yet. And we were having trouble selling our house in Dallas because here we go entering a pandemic. Everything was kind of up in the air. And so when when your mental health starts to struggle, some of those crutches that you have, those unhealthy ones, they don't don't help. And I, I didn't take any steps to curb any of that. I just kind of kept doing what I do. I was, I was continuing on my normal path and not doing anything to help where my headspace was. And it got real bad. Um, it got real bad. Um, just to be honest with you guys. And I'm very proud of where I am today. A couple of years later, coming out of the pandemic, healthcare is still a weird environment to be in, but I, I shifted my focus probably a year ago on more healthy behaviors 
and things that can redirect your mental health and kind of how you're feeling, right? Without medication or without, um, you know, does that make sense? So not doctors, not medication, but just healthy behaviors that can trigger the same things in your mind where you don't need um, some of those interventions. And so a lot of that is exercise, which I'm not, (laughs) I don't know what camera view you have here, but I'm not awesome at exercise. But lately I've been doing a hell of a lot better. Um, Healthy mindset. So they talk about like journaling and reading and less screen time and more time outside and more time focusing on things that bring you joy and less time in those worrying kind of dark spaces. And then it gets into like your diet, right? So what you put into your body also helps um, with your mental health, believe it or not. And so if you take care of yourself, both physically and, and mentally, then you'll notice that you'll find yourself more often in a healthy headspace. And so with that, I had to take a hard look at my alcohol consumption. That was probably the biggest reason that I took a look and said, man, this is, this is not, this is not good. So that was, that was my first thing. Secondly, um, well, these aren't really ranked in any order, but I'm just kind of giving you an idea of why I got there. Um, alcoholism runs pretty heavily in my family. Um, it, it, I've got grandparents and, and, you know, relatives and stuff where, uh, drug abuse and alcohol abuse and things like that are unfortunately part of, of our history. And so I'm not ignorant to the fact that that's something that I could find myself caught up in. And it's almost like you're predisposed to having that weakness where, you know, we've got this personality where we're almost prone to an addiction and especially if I've made it a game for myself, because remember, I wasn't doing it initially for the buzz or for the, you know, to escape something, right? I was doing it because it was kind of fun. I was, I was like a game I was playing with, with, you know, this app and trying to find different beers and, oh, I had this one, I haven't had this one, whatever. And unfortunately, when, you know, at a different time in my life, I was using it in a way that I felt was unhealthy, and I'm not talking blackout drunk. I'm not talking, you know, to that point. But I knew I could reflect a little and I knew what I was doing was different than it was originally, which was just more fun, right? And so with that and then, of course, the predisposition to um, these tendencies to, to, to be addicted I also had to reflect on how some of that impacted my marriage. Um, And maybe you can relate to this, but I'm sure, or maybe I'm not sure. Maybe this is just me. Um, But I would say if I had to look at every negative interaction that Lauren and I have had, arguments, disagreements, going to bed angry, um, whatever that might look like, there was typically a beverage or two involved. And that might have been going to dinner and having a couple margaritas. That might have been being at home and just, you know, just having a couple of drinks. But cognitively, you're not always in the best headspace to handle things professionally or even emotionally and say things you shouldn't say, do things you shouldn't do, and you make bad decisions. Not good dad decisions, but bad decisions that could really hurt your relationships with the people around you. So again, mental headspace, 
family disposition, and then the relationship with my spouse. And so I think one of the more recent kind of decision makers for me is my son, Andrew. And so he is very interested. And remember, your kids are always looking at you and looking to you as to what's right, wrong, and what they can and can't do. And so Andrew's often like, what's that beer taste like? He's 12, guys. He's been talking about it for a while. Do you like beer? Do you get drunk? It's Friday. Do you have any beers? What beers are you drinking today? That's a cool looking can. And, you know, harmless as that might sound, I, I don't know about you, I wasn't introduced to beer at 12 years old. But here he is. He knows about it. He knows about the different types because I have it. I have it. I have a, a beer can in my house, right? He sees me holding it. He sees me drinking it. He sees me talking about it and trying different ones. And so this is what he's seeing. And remember, I talked about this predisposition that we have to addiction. I'm almost introducing to him that it's okay, that it's a lifestyle that his dad had and he was dad's fine. My dad had a job and a marriage and a house and things were going well for him. So what's the big deal? I'll drink beer too. And I had to reflect on that a little bit and kind of think, man, I'm, I'm setting an example for him where this is okay. And listen, it is okay. But the problem is the moderation and the problem really becomes the acceptance of it and how it's just like, not, not that big of a deal. It's just casually your kids like, Hey, have you had that beer before? It's like, nah, that's not something a kid should ask you. And so we've made it so normal in our home. And Lauren does a really good job. Like if Lauren has a drink, she drinks it out of a, a cup where it's not really as obvious and she doesn't drink anywhere as much as I do. Um, but I'm just walking around with beer cans. And I guess it was, I don't know, a couple of months ago on a whim, there's a, there's a company, I think they're athletic brewing um, sponsorship pending, of course. I saw some commercials, some advertisements for them. I don't remember what was going on, but they literally have, you know, IPAs, double IPAs, hazy IPAs, lagers. They have all these different beer. And I'm like, what the fuck the hell? I'll, I'll grab some and give it a try. And I did. I, they had like a sample pack and I grabbed a sample pack. And guys, I'm telling you, you can remember, I've had thousands of different beers that I've had to keep up with on this app. Their beer was good. It was good. It tasted like an IPA. Is it the best IPA I've ever had? No, that's personal preference, right? But it was good and it was good enough. And I, I bought some and I kept it. I tossed it in my fridge. And I thought to myself, when I get home after that hard day and my brain says, today's the day you need that beer, I'm going to go get one of those non-alcoholic beers. And as far as my brain is concerned, I'm trying to pull a trick on myself. <laughs> I'm holding a cold can. I'm, I'm, I'm opening it, right? I'm sitting on my couch. There's that sip of that cold beverage. It tastes a certain way. And the only thing missing is what generally happens hours later, which is the inebriation, right? The alcohol part of it. But the experience of holding that can, right, all very psychological, opening that can, the sound, the taste, the, the fizziness, like the whole experience of drinking a beer is still there 
without the alcohol. And it, I, I honestly, like, if you think about all the things I just told you about addiction and treating your family a certain way and whatever these things look like, removing the alcohol from that situation seemed to be my best bet. And I know that's going to be hard for me. And I, and I want to be realistic with the expectations of myself to say, this isn't cold turkey. I'm not quitting. Um, we've got plans to have dinner with some friends soon. I'm sure I'll have a drink. We've got, um, you know, anniversary, Lauren's birthday. We got things coming up where I'm sure I'm still going to have a drink, but I need to stop having a drink every day. And I need to stop having a drink regularly. It doesn't need to be a thing that is part of my identity where I am a drinker, right? And dads, I'm sure there's a lot of you listening to this kind of going, well, shit, Mike, I have a drink every night. That's cool, man. Like maybe you handle it better than I do. Everybody's in a different scenario. Everybody's in a different situation. I know guys that have just, you know, a little bit of whiskey every night. It just kind of takes the edge off. Whatever makes you happy. But it's my personal decision, right? My dad decision to kind of reflect and look at that and go, man, I don't like the path that I'm on right now. And I'm not saying I have to get off of that path, but I definitely need to slow down my speed. I need to better understand the the direction that I'm going and the example I'm being to my children, the husband that I'm being to my wife, how I'm treating my own mental and physical health. I mean, find me the last guy you've ever seen that drinks a lot of beer that's in great shape. It doesn't exist. And they call it a beer belly for a reason. And so that was it. That's really it. This is kind of a short episode, but I found it to be relevant. And again, many of you that know me saw that and went, oh my God, Mike Potter's not drinking an actual beer. It was just so funny because I didn't even think about it. I thought I'd be like, hey guys, look, this is something different. Um, that time it was Brooklyn Brewing Company, patent or not patent, patent sponsorship pending. Um, but they had an awesome like uh, mix pack of like they had a hazy, an IPA, I think it was a, a lager and and something else. They were they were wonderful. They were really good. Like I got to the point where I was drinking them because I enjoyed the way they tasted. And again, cutting out the one thing that was making things complicated, which is the alcohol. Um, you know. I would obviously encourage all of you to think about that also. I think it's important to think about why you have a drink. And and are you disciplined enough to do so in moderation? Maybe you are. Maybe you're like, look, Mike, once a week I have a small glass of wine. It's to celebrate myself, celebrate the week that I've had. It doesn't impact me anyway. There's no addiction here. Hey, man good for you. I think it's important as men that we're, we don't have to fall into the stigma of I've got a fridge in my garage full of beer and every day I'm drinking five or six, seven beers and my whole identity is around the beer that I drink and then I'm a drinker. I'm a beer drinker. That's how everybody knows me. That's the guy, that guy over there, he's a beer drinker. He knows about beer. Find find something else to be proud of. Find another reason why people want to know you and hang out with you. Find something else to to brag about. Because I'm I've been there. I've been the guy who's like, look at how many beers I have on my app. And people are like, well, that's cool. But then you also have to think about like, are they going, well, shit, this guy's got a problem. So again, short episode. 
I felt it was necessary. It wasn't one that I was planning to do, but based on the responses that I got from the episode where I showed the non-alcoholic beer, I thought it was something that I would share with you all. This is a community, this dad decisions community. Maybe you'll hear this episode and go, you know, Mike, you're onto something. I think I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to push pause. I'm going to slow down, whatever that looks like. Or maybe you're like, Mike, you're an idiot. Um, I'm going to go get drunk. And that's you, man. That's your decision. Um, but I would encourage you to think of the things I said. This is my journey. This is my reason. My mental health, my physical health, my marriage, and the way I'm raising my children. Those are four really strong reasons for me to pump the brakes a little bit. So dads, I, I, I know you're killing it out there. You're doing amazing things. I, I'm proud of the work you're doing. I'm proud of the community that we're building. I love hearing from you. I love the fact that my responses from a recent rep- episode led to this episode. Keep giving me your feedback. Keep telling me what's going on. Um, I want to keep making these episodes for you and make them to be things that you want to hear. So let's hear it. 318-373-4488 daddecisionspodcast at gmail.com. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. And I'll talk to you guys soon.